I'm Dara M. Wilson. And I'm Yasmin Khan. And this is Money Haha, ha, the podcast where smart, funny friends bring money talk out of the shame drawer and onto the table. Each week, we discuss one of those money topics that pretty much everyone struggles with, but nobody feels comfortable talking about. And this week, we have a fantastic guest. She is a writer, an actor, an improviser. You can see her live with her team, Wild Horses, at UCB. Follow her on social media at Girl with a Tail. It's Aaron Whitehead. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Oh my God, the crowd really just went crazy just now. It was amazing. Wild. <laughs> Thank you for bringing them. I yeah. told you I wasn't comfortable without that. So yeah, 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 yeah. We got your rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the only thing on it. Right. Hoping you'd do it. Crowd. <laughs> Hey, guess what time it is? What time is it? I think we're going to reach mm. into mm-hmm. the mailbag. The mailbag! Yeah. This one is um, Genesis Torres, who recommended us on Facebook. Thanks, Genesis. Thank you. She left this little note that said, Money Haha is informative financial advice for regular people with a twist of humor. Just a twist? Just a twist. Just a twist? That's all you need. Just a twist, Genesis? Really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to pull a thread out and say we appreciate the feedback. That's right. <laughs> we do. And we love hearing from everyone. So please send us your feedback. We are on all the things social at Money Haha Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And you can also email us at hi, that's H-I at moneyhahapod.com. Let's move on with this episode, okay? Yeah. Doing, Aaron? I'm good. It's so nice to be here. I'm so excited <laughs> yeah. to have you. Great to have you. You said when we were walking in, you said you got stuck in a canyon. I got stuck in a canyon. That seemed <laughs> what do like, you mean? What is that? Well, I mean, not wedged. I didn't wedge that's myself what, into that's a canyon. That's where I okay. went. I've like done 27 that. Day, 127 have, days. Yeah. You have, you have done that. Arm. Not for 127 days. I, I backed off of a driveway into a canyon-like thing when I was delivering pizzas in high school Ooh. with my Domino's lit-up pizza thing <laughs> on the top of my car and had to get towed out by the People's AAA because I didn't oh. have it. Uh, so that was literally being wedged in the canyon. Wow. This was just getting stuck in traffic behind a broke-down car in in a canyon, which it happens, it's happening. You know, that's why yeah. I left time. I was barely on time. I would have been so early, but... Every you single... have to leave time to get stuck in a canyon. You got to. Let's you just gotta. get right to the action item this week. Leave time to get, get stuck, stuck in, in a canyon. canyon. There's no shame in getting stuck in a canyon. <laughs> Own it. Wasn't my know fault. That, know that it's no one's happen. fault. Yeah. Bring the lube, squeeze your way out. Wow. It's going to be fine. <laughs> just mm. took us to such a different place. <laughs> and that's how I got out of the first. Yeah. You know, lubed up the side. The AAA the guy brought his lube. Yep. <laughs> he slipped me out and I delivered oh, my go. pizzas. It was a happy Wow. <laughs> Every single one of our LA guest intros have involved some kind of car story. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I see, think that that's, just, that's just LA life. Doesn't make us look good. We, we, <laughs> we, should, re- we should start over. No. <laughs> this is literally why I left Southern California. I was like, I don't need to spend this much of my life inside of a car. It's horrifying. I, I've screamed so much and gone so insane that I truly think I may have caused my own medical conditions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we laugh, but are you, yeah. really you're a very, are you a very frustrated driver? 
No, that's the annoying thing is mm. I, it was when I was like, I've stopped since, but I was commercial auditioning. And the the complaint that isn't a complaint is I was going out every day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I hadn't booked in three or four years. So yeah. I was driving every day for maybe two hours each way. Wow. So it was like having a full-time a job where you don't get a paycheck. Right. And yeah. I started to go truly insane. And I felt like, you know when you catch a spider under a glass and it goes nuts? <laughs> yes. I was like, if you were to look at my car and like in stuck in traffic, yes. I was like, my little arms are like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like just n- like and insane. It, it's not like commercial auditions specifically are just such a picnic to go on. Oh, th- or no. I was like, I drove to walk into a room. Do nothing and have them go, but less. <laughs> Can you just, like, be less? Can you yeah. cease to be? Is I'm that like, possible? Do you just want my headshot? Because that feels like the reaction you're looking for. Right. Just, just flat. Just yeah. Still <laughs> image. Age of transparency. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I did two hours each way. I think maybe I've talked about it on this podcast. Um, for all of 2018, I was do- but I was on mass transit. Mm-hmm. Is that the fancy way of saying I was taking yeah. the BART? Yep. I was taking the BART um, to the Muni, to the Caltrain, and then movie. walking to the office. Oh, my God. That's a lot of transfer. I feel like if it was just sitting on one train, you yeah. could almost go, this is the time I'll do blank. But right. transferring feels so – it's like stress every day. Yes, it is. And it's especially stressful when you're sitting in one train and you're watching another train pull away. That you need to be on. And you're like, well, I guess I'm just going to be 45 minutes later than I thought I was going to be. There's no green grass anywhere. The grass grass isn't greener on any side. I kind of like that. (laughs) There's no more looking over the fence. It's all dead. It's all dead. Burn the fences. They're an illusion. Don't worry about it. (laughs) That was truly a a breath of fresh air. There's no green grass. Oh, great that I'm staying. That's, yeah. It's not the worst. That's what I'm here for. Liberate yourself from concern about anything being better. Hey. (laughs) So bleak. There was there was an episode where we talked about there is no happy ending, and I was like, let's just own that. Maybe we'll be happier Gosh. if we could just live there. And I know. mean, there's that there's that Pima Children quote that's uh, it's literally two words. It's abandon hope, and she, <laughs> she, she, I know, and she jokes that she's like instead of having these these like inspirational quotes on your fridge or your bumper sticker that it's like you know keep going or whatever hang in there. She was like, it really should just be abandon hope, not like in a have despair way but is in like it's okay to embrace things being bad and know that like change just occurs like it Mm, will change instead of being like it's okay (laughs) this is the dark (laughs) right before things get good (laughs) like I love our way through it (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she was like it's that it's that hope it's so fun. I mean, now I'm not – I feel like I'm quoting a Buddhist monk and I'm really failing. But, like, <laughs> it was something about the sort of, like, needing to force the change that creates the suffering in the first place. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Needing to feel in charge of the change. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's freeing in a way. I mean, it can be because then you're just like, okay, this is what I got. And you kind of laugh at it. Like, I yeah. find it so funny to be like – I actually bought <laughs> – I bought Abandoned Hope in, like, silver iron-ons for a Love shirt. It. This was five you years really ago. really went into I it. I haven't done it yet. There's Projects. <laughs> Projects. Abandoned Hope about your ability to finish that project. I even got glittery yeah. ones. Oh. I thought it was so fun. <laughs> that is pretty fun. 
Are I they? Like the, I like the. Are they there. at least displayed in a place where you can see them? No, they're in there. They're still in their Etsy envelope. <laughs> I've literally never torn it open because I was like, well, I want to keep them flat. I'm going to eventually iron them onto some shirt. Yeah, yeah. And then have to, and then having not read it in a long time, do what I just did and be like, um, I mean, I think it's not like, it's not like she's not hopeful. Well, uh, what do I? <laughs> um, it's not, like, um, it's not sad. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's not sad about being sad. <laughs> and by not opening that, that envelope, you're kind of uh, living the message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, re- I gave up. I ordered it and I gave right up. <laughs> oh, I well, I hope, I hope because I haven't abandoned yet, that at some point in your future, you iron those babies onto some T-shirts. Yeah, me too. I got to buy an iron. That has been <laughs> part of the problem. Okay. There's a lot of issues we've, with my project. We've got to make a plan. <laughs> We're a lot about, like, taking stock, looking things straight in the eye, and making plans on this podcast. Ooh, I think we need a plan. I'm And I'm that's one of my weaknesses, I think, is goals and planning. Mm. I, I've literally now put so many, like, of those, my next 90-day journals in, my, in the baskets online, and then mm-hmm. if there was shipping, I was like, I'm not going to pay for shipping. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan. <laughs> I didn't plan for shipping. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that should have been page one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I got one of those for 2019, and it's pink. It's an elephant journal, and it's so great. And I wrote down all the different things that I want to do, all the like different performance opportunities that I wanted to take advantage of and all this stuff. And that was January 1st, hmm? and, and now it's uh, sometime in the summer, and I haven't cracked it open since. But I still do think it was helpful for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wrote that stuff down. Every January. It's in the back of my head um, that I'm failing at all those things that I said I was going to do. <laughs> and that's a great motivator for me. That New Year's hangover is the most motivating time of year, I think, for most people. <laughs> yeah. That is where you do that. I actually did the same thing. I and I did mine in, I will just say this about it, I did mine in erasable pen. <laughs> I like that gonna, realism. That's all I'm going to say about Erasable that. pen. I didn't yeah. even know they made those anymore. That's... Yeah, you can get them at like the little – there's a pl- – in San Francisco, we've got um, – in Japantown, you've got like, like the, the, Sanrio the really surprises. nice – Like a stationary store. Yeah, the Japanese stationary oh. stores where they have like really like beautiful high-tech pens. Yes, yeah. They have some really nice erasable pens and I was like, this is the tool for this job. And they're not Sanrio? They're not. <laughs> I wish they were. I love Sanrio. Yeah, I wish they were a Hello Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> my way through 2019. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's about time that we dive into our topic. We talk a lot also about practicing avoidance, and yeah. I feel like we might be practicing a little avoidance on this one. We're like, yeah. let's talk about Sanrio. I don't want to talk about going to the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> because to to the today we are talking about Medical expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is probably something that's going to be a more than one episode topic because there's a lot involved there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think, Yasmin? Yeah. I mean, medical expenses are something that you see coming up in many people's financial lives. They're often unexpected. It's usually a scenario where it's not like anything else you do. It's not like the doctor gives you a menu and is like, which of these services would you like? And <laughs> here are the prices next to them. And, um, you know, you get your complete bill. It's often surprise bills. It's often huge bills. We have a crazy insurance system in this country that is just full of friction. A lot of the way the rules are written are written from the perspective of the insurance company. And, not, and you're meant to sort of adjust your brain to understand their right crazy bonkers 
business model. Right. And um, we're just all sort of caught up in it. And um, I think there's an added layer, too, of, like, the way in which we sort of make a doctorate authority figure and then we make these insurance companies authority figures. And we are just we're just the plebes that get mashed through their machine. <laughs> I, I was just thinking about this the other day because I suddenly was like, I pay my doctor, but I call him or her Dr. Blank. And they yeah. call me Aaron. Like, right. they're calling on me in class. Like, right. Fuck you. Ugh, yeah. Right. Let's switch that. Yeah. Right. Like, Miss Whitehead, what seems to be the problem? And I'm like, George, listen. <laughs> you were late coming in, number one. I got here 45 yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> number two, your hands look really dry. Please don't touch me with this. <laughs> That's it. I have such a pet peeve about this. It seems to be a new thing that doctors do, and I think it's like, it's like, uh, don't worry, I'm not afraid of whatever germs you have, but they all want to shake your hand when they come in the room. And I'm like, you just Ooh. came from other people. Yeah. Right? I don't, I don't. I now I'm gonna have to wash my hands, but I'm not allowed to use your little sink because that's the doctor's sink. Right. I always do when they leave the room, but like, ooh, yeah, you can use anything. You're a rebel. You can touch all the instruments. <laughs> and Just run your hands lick over all, all the, the speculums, and they'll oh never know. <laughs> lick all the speculums. Oh, like that girl who went in and licked that ice cream. Yeah. Recently, and yeah. put it back in the freezer. I feel like that happens so often, and I truly, <sighs> I, it shocks me. That I eat out, like where I <laughs> that I eat in restaurants where I you all you just have to go. I'll pretend that I that there's so much human, trust. Gross humans don't oh. work back there. Yeah, of course they do. Unless yeah. you're growing your own vegetables and making your own broths and everything. I mean, you are you are. Did you consum- say making your own broths? Broths. Oh. I, I do make my own broths. I don't Broth. grow my own vegetables. You make your own broths? Yeah. This is another topic, but we will talk about it. <laughs> This should have been the broth money episode. Wait, what? We're talking about this. That broth money really adds up. <laughs> let me tell you. But but unless you're like you know you know you don't know what's going into everything. That's but right. Yeah. There's a lot of the world that you're just touching everybody else's Ugh. everything. Woof. Great. Cool. Fantastic. That sounds so disgusting. Yep. But <laughs> I'm not going to judge you for it because we are about to enter Ooh. the no judgment zone now, Aaron. We usually do a song. I'm going to take this one just so you see, like, how it goes. But there are other segments, and I'm going to call on you to sing. Shoot. I don't want to show off my singing skills. Oh, no. I'm shy. You're shy I don't want to. Don't make me. (laughs) And I love how much you are leaning into the microphone to talk about how shy you are. I don't want to (laughs) sing. Oops. Oh, my God. I can't believe that happened. (laughs) Oh, you caught me. (laughs) Something strange is happening in the studio today. Oh, God. I can't stop. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Actually, after that, I am not going to sing this song. No, you have to. Take it, and I will take the next one. Okay. I promise. Okay. Do you want to back me up? Yeah, always. All right. We are entering the No Judgment Zone, and the song goes... No, 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 judgment zone. I love it. This is the segment where we share our own experiences with our week's topic without judging each other or ourselves. That's right. And we invite the listening audience also to not judge us. I don't know if we talk about that all the time. Keep your judgments to yourself, please. Well, just don't check Reddit and you'll never know. That's right. We'll just uh, not seek out any commentary, and then it'll be perfect. <laughs> don't be on the internet. Don't be. Don't never good. Don't, don't Google yourself. No. It leads to bad things. No, especially at, oh, 
Yeah, I had an instance where I Googled myself and found a video of a performance that I did that I did not know was being recorded. Um, <laughs> and it, it, is, it was for Body Storytelling, which is a storytelling series about sex and kink and all those things. And um, there was a comment on the video, and the comment was from my father. <laughs> oh my God, I love that he just was like, maybe she'll find it, maybe she won't. Just going to leave this here. And I was like, okay, so now I'm an orphan, because that's just <laughs> yes, how that yeah. works. We wow. can never have a conversation what about was, this. May I ask what the nature of the comment, or what the comment was? Oh, the comment was, um, great story, even better comedic delivery. Oh, such a dad. That's, really thoughtful. that's so sweet. I, I thought know. maybe it was like a judgy thing and he was like, we're going to see if you found Put it. Put your pants on. <laughs> <laughs> My pants were on. Yeah, sure they were. All right. Okay. I don't know about that body That is comedy. extremely, that's like a, such a sweet comment. I, it's, uh, yes. But also, I would have rather lived in a world sure. thinking that nobody, especially my parents, had ever seen that. Yeah, stuff. no, it's that's fair enough. So don't yeah. Google yourself. So you've put one foot into the no judgment zone. Oh, shit. Get that next foot in there. Oh, what's my no judgment medical story? I feel like I'm a modern medical marvel. Like, I would not be alive if I were born 50 years ago, even. Yeah. Like, I'm held together with popsicle sticks and rubber bands. I woke up one day, and the act of waking up caused me to throw out my back. Oh, that's the only way I've ever thrown out my neck. It's insane. It's insane. Um, I think I was I was youngish. I was like 25, and I was like, really? This, <laughs> this is what's happening to me right now? Um, and it hurt so bad, and I started crying, but then crying hurt, so then I stopped crying. So I was like, we can't afford these luxuries. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's too much pain. You can just stay right here and not move. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was face down. My head was in a pillow. And I was like, man, I'm very single. Like, it just really threw into relief. Like, there's nobody here. There's nobody coming. Um, and I had to, like, struggle to breathe because my face was I was smothering myself. Oh. Um, and it took me, like, an hour to get out of bed, like, very, 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 very slowly. And then another 45 minutes to reach up to my medicine cabinet where my medicine was. Uh, and then when I went to the chiropractor... She, what's that, what's that disease where you feel pain, but nobody knows why? Fibromyalgia? Yes. Hypochondria? No. Okay. <laughs> she said, I oh, think. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> These are jokes, people, the jokes. She said, did you ever think that you might have fibromyalgia? And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> that's, a quick, that's a quick leap. For someone who hasn't come in with like fifty different unexplainable plans, but she, but she also, she's known me for a long time, and I, I'm, I am falling apart and in a lot of pain for a lot of different reasons. She was like, maybe this is something you could explore with a doctor, um, and I said, no, thank you. Those were literally my words, <laughs> and she said, what do you mean, no, thank you? And I was like, no, I've got enough. I've got enough diagnoses. I think I am good. So I'm going to go ahead and ignore that you just said that and go on with my life. <laughs> Thank you very much. How'd and that I, work? How's your name? Well, I, I certainly have to go to the chiropractor a lot. <laughs> and it's a known weak spot. And I no longer can sleep on my face. But that doesn't that, sound yeah. like fibromyalgia. Though. I don't think but sleeping on your face is probably 
I can't sleep on my stomach at all anymore. And it, and it used to be my favorite. Me too. Uh, sleeping position. Oh, on but. your stomach. Got it. I was picturing Dara with just face in just the pillow. face planted. <laughs> I mean, from the ceiling. Honestly, if I could just, get a bed that had like the hole cut out, like, like a yeah. massage table. I would sleep like that because then you can breathe. Yes. Yeah. Although I'd, I would be scared of like things coming up from below, I guess. But <laughs> but that would be the most comfortable position yes. to me. Yeah. But you can't do it because your head ends up turning so hard that you get that all night crick. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And I wake up and it's like, oh, what happened? You slept wrong. So ridiculous. Is there a right way to sleep? No, but how do you get worse at something that you do every night? I'm just getting more and more practice sleeping, and now I do it wrong? I bite the inside of my cheek while eating so often. I'm like, (laughs) how many times do you need to eat a meal to learn how not to do this? Exactly. For my whole life. And I I have very sharp little teeth. (laughs) I think I got my 10,000 hours. I should be good at this now. Yeah. Um, Way more than that with me. I snack all the time. I mean, I'm practicing all day long right (laughs) right you should be an expert so yeah that's my you know i'm walking around in pain and if i look stiff don't say anything i know (laughs) i know what i look like (laughs) that's my story what about you yasmin so mine's a medical bill story Mm. wherein um i had really bad insomnia for a long 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 time it has since gotten a lot better But at the time, I was like, there's no way for me to sleep at night. I am up all night. And I just, I need help. I need, um, and then when I do wake up, I'm never refreshed. And so I did a sleep study, um, which felt very much like a scam. Really? (laughs) It felt very much like the doctor I got referred to. It felt more like I was at the DMV processing paperwork than I I was at like a care facility. (laughs) (laughs) It was not unlike that which you speak of. Yes. And um, yeah, it felt like I was just being processed through, like they knew that they were going to do. It was sort of like, and then when I got there to the sleep study, A, it was in a hotel. Really? It was two rooms next to each other in a hotel. Oh, my God. That's and, fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just me and a guy and a guy in one room with video cameras in my, like, pointing into my room, and he's watching me sleep Ooh, it's like from his room. I would have yeah. been like, oh, I, uh, I go to bed. Oh, this old thing? This is how I look when I sleep. <laughs> I'm, like, doing things on a pot with physical things. Makeup. Uh, she's, uh, yes. she's gesturing that she's putting makeup yeah. on. Yeah, like women do. do. Don't, I will not act like I never movie. put makeup on in the beginning of dating my husband before he woke up. I'm not going to act like that never happened. Wow. <laughs> Very, yeah, like straight up Marvelous Miss Maisel style. I would wake up like a little bit before. And I am not a morning person. <laughs> like, but something inside of me like tore me awake in the morning. And I would do a little bit of like touch up powder and a little bit of lip gloss. Oh, my goodness. That's and then I'd go so back to sleep. so funny. Insane. That's... It's the it's the actions of an insane woman. He I might have been doing it too. Oh, <laughs> true. I, you know, you're hiding it from each other. Has an awfully nice complexion. Yeah, that shit is not yeah. natural. I have um, gone to sleep with makeup on on purpose before, but only because I had like a very early call for something oh, and wow. didn't want to wake up and put my face on. Oh my god, that's the fun. I don't think I can't bleed one day into the next when it comes to getting ready or makeup. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. No, I was like, got showered, got all buff and clean and then put on the face spray it down with as much setting spray as you can find in the house and then lay very still and go to bed that's so smart 
I would so bad for you. I'm so oily though. Like I would it would yeah. I would get so oily in the night that I'd wake up and my, my face would be like a millimeter above my skin. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it would just the oil would have like bubbled it up. It would just be on the pillow. On the pillow. I would just see my face. Yeah. Yeah. This like is the real reason why I don't sleep on my stomach anymore, because I can't keep my makeup on. The <laughs> yeah, now we know how you what your bedtime routine is, which is an hour of full makeup. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It's just me in the chair. I've got my lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're I, in this hotel. I was at this hotel and I had this guy watching my whole evening routine. Oh, and by the way, he stepped in beforehand and he was like, before we go through this, I'm gonna set and he like puts plugs and monitors all up over you. You feel like um plugs. Yeah, like uh, little sticky things that are plugged oh. into. Yeah, you yeah. look like and feel like you're plugged into a machine. Yeah. Like you look like an Android. If you have to pee, does it like travel with you? Yes. Like, yeah. You have, to, you have to make sure you do all of that first. And then he sets you all up. And then he handed me this very like 2002 kind of large device with what would just now be today like an iPad, but it was clearly like a very old device that had a video, a DVD video playing on it. Um, that was basically an infomercial for sleep apnea machines. So it was it fair. The whole thing just felt that like is weird. Yeah, right. Like there, there, there's a point in this country where like business and medicine have just combined in a way where I get that we're a capitalist country, but some insti- like some services they should just be services. <laughs> yeah, no, that's bizarre. Like they should they should like not. They have, you're not even diagnosed yet. No. And they really wanted to make sure that, like, I understood all the different kinds of machines there were, all the levels, how it would help me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, before the test even began. And what a way to de-stress before sleeping. Right. What a way to get me nice and cozy. And so I go through the sleep thing, and, you know, I ended up not getting the sleep apnea machine. I was really freaked out by the whole thing. Um, I get this huge bill later, and I'm like, fine, you know, I'm at a place in my life where I can make a little plan and pay this off, pay it off. Two years later. Just a few months ago, right before I'm moving, I get another bill for $300 and $300 more on top of all the many, many things I paid for it already. And the line item is just not even like English. It's not even words. It's just like, love Corex. It's just like a bunch of abbreviations. Mm-hmm. Two years later? Yeah. That's bizarre. It's totally bizarre. And I was like, this feels like they were just getting low on cash as they were like, (laughs) what can we do to keep our operation afloat? Let's just throw out a few extra like really fictitious, cryptic sort of bills and like sort of bill bully people into like giving us money. And medical billing is such a crazy it's like, like such a black box it's such a black box it's such a really my, my one of my sisters worked in medical billing for a little while and it was just it sounded like it was so complicated like mm-hmm. and so unnecessarily complicated yeah. but it was just like one of the, it's one of those places where this is an industry that went from like people doing this by paper to people doing it with fax machines to people doing it with technology and there was never like any streamlining and so it's just like a shit show and so it's conceivable that, you know, it would happen this way. But I just was so angry about it. I didn't pay it. And then I was like, going to follow up because, and I did all this research on how to make sure it was a legitimate bill. But I just didn't have the time or energy to pick up the phone and call. And then I just got a call a couple months ago and they were like, um, this is going to go into collections. <laughs> and I was like, um, excuse me. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to explain what it is. And um, that's my confession. I have to still figure it out. Oh, because I don't want to feel yeah, I don't want to feel bullied into paying it. I have the money, I could pay it, but I feel like it's a no, scam. And sometimes with stuff like that, you can get them something crazy yeah. like that to to knock it off or mm-hmm. yeah. 
I wouldn't just pay it, but I would deal with it because yeah, I've had, I had something yeah. go to collections once because they kept they automatically renewed like a, a vitamin or something I had bought. I thought I was buying one time. When I figured it out, I did pay for the things I'd gotten, but I canceled it. They just kept sending them, and I would yeah. call, and the number wouldn't go to any. There was no way to get to a human, and no way mm. to cancel. Like I think the company had essentially been like, "Well, we're quitting, but we could still <laughs> bill people." <laughs> right. So it finally went to collections, and I explained the whole thing to the woman, and she essentially was like, "We've had so many people have this happen. Like I can't tell you how many people this company mm. is bullshit, but there's nothing I can do about it. Like I had to just pay it. You wow. couldn't dispute it on your credit report." With TransUnion? Oh, my God. I didn't even get that far. Okay. I truly was like, it sounded so stressful to me to have it affect mm-hmm. my credit in the first place mm-hmm. and have it go to collections that I just— yeah. And I'm sure most people do that. It is a bullying thing. Right. You know? Yeah. That's my intention. And I, I did get to the place where I called them and I asked them all the questions, but they're like, we'll get back to you. Never got back to me. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Well— Aaron, join us. Join us in the no judgment zone. Okay, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) No judgment from us. Also, no judgment for yourself if you can manage it. I will attempt that for sure. All right. Um, I'm well. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, since we're going to be talking about this, I'm sure we'll get to more stories. But I guess to kick it off. I think in terms of medical stuff, I have I carry like so much shame with it because. I've had, like, either chronic pain or chronic illnesses that have been popping up since I was probably 20. And with each of them, they're not necessarily, like, apparent from the outside. And so there will be a lot of times where, like, I feel sick, but I can fake it pretty well when I'm out. But when I cancel things, I'll even question myself and Mm -hmm. be like, you're not sick. Yes. You could go. You could totally go. And then when I go, I feel wrecked and it's hard to sometimes I because I've uh, just got diagnosed just this last year with a bunch of autoimmune conditions that like came out of nowhere and then um, before that it was like chronic pain issues and like and and the money that went into it was I went into ten thousand dollars debt at one point paying for specialists because I had gone all the way up through Kaiser and got to like the top specialist I could see for the pain management and they were like um, this is what she said after examining me she was like well honey I think you're going to need to be, you know, your own expert when it comes to this stuff. There just isn't a lot of research. And so I was like, I oh waited gosh. months for this appointment. And I, I've never, I saw, it was that kind of sobbing where, like, I wasn't even crying. It was just, like, a liquid, like, yeah. melting down my mm, face because I'd, yeah. like, driven to Orange County like, in traffic. Um, <laughs> it always comes back to that. And then to hear from, like, the top of Kaiser that that was all they could That's do. That's all they have for and you. Was noth- and which was literally nothing. And right. so then I started paying out of pocket and went so quickly into debt. Like, because the place I went was then like, you should actually, we've seen patients um, uh, have a lot of success with like doing not only the physical therapy here and having like whatever the exam was I paid for there, then also getting this energy healing and going to this acupuncturist. Mm. And so I was like, I was like, I'll do it all. I just need to, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to get rid of this. And I went into so much debt and my mom ended up having to help me because I truly would be like I was a substitute teacher at the time and I'd get calls from MasterCard at lunch and I started just answering them and I'd be like hi I'm I am substitute teaching right now trying to pay off medical bills I don't know what to tell you and the people were so nice I was so shocked I mean they can't do anything they were like right yeah. sorry you know and they were like have you maybe consolidate your debt or like I don't know like they were they You're were trying to help yeah. yeah they truly were like I just work here but that totally sucks and I was like I'm not I'm answering the phone. I'm not trying to avoid this. I just don't know what to tell you. I can't afford my minimum payment at right. this point. Right. It yeah. was insane. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was lucky all, to have a mom to, yeah. to help me for sure. Yeah. yeah. And all of those things that you're talking about, like invisible illnesses, invisible disabilities, chronic pain, it, like it should be enough to deal with just that. Right. And then mm-hmm. not have to do with everything else With after all the it. stuff that comes on top. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, it's so draining just by itself. Totally. And it's hitting your finances in two ways. Because in one way, it's like the cost of the service. And then the other way, it's the cost of not being able to work sometimes. Oh, my God. I, and the lost wages. I, and I've had that for years. I've worked so much less than anyone I know. And then I have guilt around that, too. Mm-hmm. Where I'll, I'll, sometimes people will be like, especially if I'm in a flare or I haven't been able to work, We'll go, um, like, what did you, what have you been up to this week? And I'm like, I literally lay around and watched Netflix. Like, I couldn't, my brain wasn't even functioning enough to write. And they'll be like, oh, God, that sounds amazing. Oh, my God. And I'm like, it's, yeah, it would be so amazing if I'd been working and I was like, I'm going to take a vacation and watch TV (laughs) and I can't wait to catch up. It's like, no, I don't want to be here. Like, right. I think it's a response trying to trying to. It's a bright side response, yeah. it's, and it's yeah. not it's not set out of malice or anything. But I'm always like, it's not the most helpful. No, <laughs> Can you just let them know about your abandoned hope glitter decals. Right. I guess, like, <laughs> why am I not wearing I that? I, yeah, every day. <laughs> then I wouldn't have to explain. It. Exactly. <laughs> just like hold my shirt out. <laughs> Read the shirt. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, the the helpful silver lining is many. Hopeful silver lining, many times not helpful. No. Um, and it's like, uh, positive vibes only. But it's like, n- no. No, it's fear-based. Yeah. It's, I think it is like it's a, I, I'm i scared to see you going through something that feels helpless and uncontrollable. Yeah. So I'm going to make the story out that if you have a positive attitude, this won't happen to you because then it can't happen to me. Right. That's sort of what I've read into when it yeah. when it's coming because it doesn't ever feel like people are trying to trying to be mean. I think they're truly I see like panic behind the eyes of like I don't know how to sit with this. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. And I also don't know how to sit with you in this. I know. Yeah. Some like, it's it's hard. And I get it. I think if you don't if you haven't experienced it, you don't know how to go about it from a non-fixing place. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <sighs> Stop trying to fix us. Just listen. Except our doctors, please continue to try and fix us. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. When she was telling the part about how your doctor was just like, you're going to be your own specialist. I recently sprained my ankle and Dara was like, okay, I sprained my ankle a lot. My ankles are very bendy and I'm like a potato on toothpicks. Like, <laughs> look, this body, these legs were not designed to hold this body a potato up. potato on toothpicks. That right. was not my first impression, but. <laughs> I mean, a cute potato. Super but, cute. Like Mrs. Yeah. Potato Head. Like Mrs. Right. Potato had level cute. But these toothpick little ankles cannot hold the rest of me up. And so I sprained them on a regular basis. Yep. And I recently was walking down the street with Dara and just fell to the ground. Oh. And she was like, you need to get up. She was in the crosswalk about to get hit by a car. I couldn't. And like, I didn't also understand at all what was happening. Because you yeah. did just drop like a I was trying not sack to of potatoes. What? <laughs> what was your impression? Like, were you like, stop being silly? Why are you dropping to the ground? Yes, <laughs> I was not like a fun time to be funny. I, I was, I truly was like, <laughs> like this is dangerous. This is not the place to play. We oh don't play God. in the crosswalk. Let's go. It's so funny that that was your first. Like a friend drops to the ground, and you're like, don't mess around. <laughs> Specifically me. 
I immediately went to like camp counselor. I was like, okay, all right, it's yeah. funny, yeah. but like, let's go. And meanwhile, I'm like choking down a scream. Oh god! Because like, like, you you couldn't communicate, and I didn't get it. But yeah, I got up to speed pretty quickly. There was a little pothole, and my ankle went in it, and just twisted completely and it was like the second time this year and dar was like you need to go to the doctor and i'm like i've literally owned crutches i own all the things this happens all the time her face is she's getting so upset (laughs) just hearing me i'm like this happens all the time like i've just learned to become my own doctor because i know what they're gonna say well and with certain things that it's true i mean it's like yeah but dara's like her eyes her nostrils are flaring she's like you need to see a specialist you need to get physical therapy you need to (laughs) let them know and i'm like physical therapy I can find a YouTube video is bullshit. Oh no. my gosh, stressing no, me it's out. Even really good you for say a lot of again. things. It's really, really good for a lot of things, and I know all the things I need to do, and I have. I just need to do. Th- I need to actually. And it's all do homework it. anyway. Like you go and they tell you to do yeah. the things at home. So rotate your ankles and like do the little exercises to put time in them. But anyway, so yeah, it's hard because you want the doctors to have all the answers, and sometimes they just don't. It's so. yeah, but they get paid a lot to not. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How about that? Let's dig a little deeper and learn a little more about this week's topic. A study by America's health insurance plan compared out-of-network charges with what Medicare reimbursements would have been since there's no comparable data on how much in-network charges are. They found that 57 out of the 97 common procedures they analyzed had average out-of-network charges 300% or higher than Medicare would have charged. They also found that a 40-minute office outpatient visit that would cost $147 through Medicare costs an average of $260 if you're paying out-of-network. So you might think, hey, I'm going to an in-network facility. I'm going to see an in-network provider. Well, 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 according to a different study by the Kaiser Family Foundation, what we found is that even when you're doing an in-network service with an in-network provider and facility, 15% of people still end up with charges in their claims that are from an out-of-network provider that is, like we said, up to 300% more expensive. And it's so confusing because I, for the longest time, I didn't understand. Like, I would call doctors and say, do you take this insurance? And they do. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that that meant they were still out of network. So right. you're not – so they can still bill your insurance. Your insurance might pay some of it, but you're going to pay so much. Like, it took me, I think, until two years ago to be like, oh, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. I switched insurance companies so many times just because of income or jobs changing that it's like at Kaiser – it's you can only see their people, their doctors. You can you can literally never go out of network. Like they won't cover anything, and then that's where I would get confused. Like I'd go to a different insurance company, and you find out, oh, it's a PPO, and you think, great, I can go anywhere, and you can, but you pay. Right. <laughs> I was like, well, then couldn't I have kind of done that at Kaiser and paid? And it's like, yes, but then you also pay for the tests and all the. That's where it gets complicated. Yeah. It's like you can always. If, I, I feel like you can scrap together the three hundred bucks to see any specialist. Well, I mean, not everyone can, but I'm saying, like, that one amount, I'm I'm like, yes, I could afford a specialist. But then it, they're going to do $7,000 worth of blood work, and then they want to do an MRI. And, like, that's mm-hmm. the part you can't right. afford. Exactly. I'm dealing with this right now with my therapist who has just gone out of network. And they were like, oh, yeah, because your insurance, Magellan, is no—and I was like, who? 
<laughs> I don't, but it's like, oh, but your mental health insurance is through this other company that you never even heard of before today, but now is having this crazy impact on your life. And then many other things in my life started falling down around me. And I was like, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they act like you should know because they right. know it's been their whole work right. week. And, and like, it literally was like, work with you. your last, know. yeah, your last appointment wasn't covered. So you could, and I was like, but you didn't tell me before I decided to make, like, what is going on? on here and it's like and mental health I feel like is the hardest to navigate with insurance like most of the ones that I've tried to do through insurance were so bad that I was like this is not worth it and yeah yeah, and so many therapists because it's so bad just just don't don't take take insurance insurance. right because they don't they can't deal with it right because they're just like a one person operation usually yeah I see my person through this like network of mental health professionals, uh, which also means if I need to see anybody else, like they all are sharing files. like I just feel like I'm taken care of. I have history that I've been going for many years at this point. Um, you seem really whole. <laughs> Thank you. I'm wearing my flowy pants and my I flowy shirt. I love this. Shirts. I mean, I've been coveting this since I saw you. It's really good. <laughs> Feel free to join my cult. Everybody gets flowy pants. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I would always join a club that would have me as a member. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, it, it's when you're in a uniquely difficult position. When you're in this place where you struggle to advocate for yourself. Yeah. And it's like, of course I'm struggling to advocate for myself. I'm literally here because my sickness is having yes. trouble advocating for myself. Yes, right. Like, and just getting the energy to like find somebody who's in network for you. Oh my gosh, that should just be a service. We're like, and doing all those for like, if you have to try out a few therapists, that first yes. session so it's painful. So, like, it's so emotional. You're, it's so vulnerable. And then <sighs> if you know halfway through, you're like. I don't want this. Right. Yeah. Like, can I just can I just pull the cord and get out of here? Because yeah. like, you don't need to know about my mom. I don't need like we don't need to do this. Yeah, yeah. you're not the one. Yeah, <laughs> I I wish I were better at that. I actually this is like a tangent, so I won't go too long. But I was under the care of a therapist and sliding into a very very bad depressive state, and she didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> and it had to get to like one of the sneaky things about depression is like sometimes you don't know that you are depressed until you start to feel better and you're like uh oh that was bad <laughs> back there yeah um and so that's what happened and I was like well we've been talking for six months you've been like supposed to be ushering me along and like keeping track of what's happening and just nothing yeah um and so I was like well that was six months wasted. <laughs> It's like you don't know that you're numb until feeling starts coming back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like it is that thing of the slow boil. It's like they say you put lobsters in a pot in cold water and start the heat. They yeah. don't mm-hmm. notice that they've started burning. That right. can't be true now that I'm saying it. But <laughs> they scream, so they, sure can. But I think that's if you drop them in. <laughs> you sure can. That's right? you drop them in drop when them it's hot. Boiling. Yeah. And also I think in the phrase, it's a frog, maybe? <laughs> oh, so this is a witch's theory. <laughs> we are sitting in a circle. We always start the cauldron on cold. Yes, that's and right. then we slowly heat it so that's the frogs right. don't wake up. And we wear our flowy <laughs> pants and we chant our chants yes. and we have a lovely time. Abandon hope. Well, Abandon <laughs> hope. Abandon hope. All I was saying was therapy is like a frog. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but it does, like, you know, you can't tell what's happening until it stops, basically. Yeah. Next thing that we're doing is our action item. So, Aaron, you're going to help us with a song here? Okay. We're all going to do it together. Okay. We're going to mind melt and voice melt. Great. Count us in, Yasmin. A one and a two and a one, two, three. Action, action items. items. 
Mama, Mama. Action. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> Each week, we give you a simple thing you can do right away to get better at money. And this week, your action item is... A set of three tips provided by a great article from CNBC.com. You can find the link to the article in the show notes, which I know you read every week, right? Yeah. Right? You're all good studiers. Read the show notes. They are funny. Okay. (laughs) Number one, read up on what your insurance covers. Make sure you know stuff like out-of-pocket maximums, deductibles, and coinsurance. And let's take a quick second to define those things. Out-of-pocket maximum or your limit is the most you have to pay for covered services in a plan year. After you spend that amount on deductibles, co-payments, co-insurance, your health plan will pay 100% of the costs of covered benefits, which is a little complicated because it's not always 100% of the total cost, but that's what you're going to research yourself. Uh, The deductible is the amount you must pay before an insurance company will pay a claim. And then your co-insurance is a type of insurance where you pay a share of the payment. Number two, ask if things are in-network. And like Aaron mentioned earlier, ask the right question, which is, are you in my network, not do you take my insurance? Because everyone will take your insurance. Your insurance just won't pay for all the bills unless they're in-network. When your doctor recommends a test, ask if the testing facility is in your network and if the doctors evaluating the tests are in-network. When they prescribe you a medication, ask if it's covered under your plan. And finally, number three, make a paper trail. Keep a health care log where you write down all the communications you have with your insurance company, your doctor, and people from your doctor's office. Note the date that things happen and the names of the people that you talk to. That is so important. You need to be able to refer to people by name. If you go to the emergency room, write on all your paperwork that you will only permit in-network care and take a photo after you write it. That's... That's intense. That's really good advice. Um, And if you ever get billed for something out of network that you were told would not be out of network, the paper trail will be your ammunition for challenging it. We have all already talked about how difficult it can be to do those challenges in general. So make it as easy as possible on yourself by having that paper trail as evidence. It seems like a lot that you have to do to go to the doctor. And I I hope and wish that we could make this generally easier. But unfortunately, this is just the position that we're in to sort of guard yourself against fraudulent and extra and erroneous charges. That's right. Gave me anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. We're going to steer the ship back into more hopeful territory. Well, you know I don't believe in that. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to end on a good vibes only note (laughs) Um, with It Was Worth It. And Yasmin's going to do our song. It was, it was, it was worth it. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Beautiful. Your best work yet. Thank you. (laughs) It Was Worth It is a segment where each of us shares something we spent money on in the past week that we actually felt was worth the money. Dora, what you got? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I bought, I impulse bought a nail polish. I don't even polish my nails anymore. I don't know why, but the nail polish glows in the dark. And I painted one nail, and every time the lights go out, it lights up. Oh and I Exciting, forgot that actually. I did it, but that's it's such fun. a delight every it's a time. Every time, yes, yeah, that's my it was worth it. Yeah, Yasmin, my it was worth it was deciding to pay a little bit extra to get early on a flight. So twenty dollars on Southwest will let you sort of get early in line, and I just really hate when I get sent to put my carry on luggage 
back in the bin and then it just adds like a whole other 30 minutes to the other side of your flight. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to pay that extra little 20 bucks and I'm just going to buy myself a little of my t- own time back. And it was so worth it. That's a good one. Buying the ex- yeah. buying experiences almost always ends up being what I'm happy I spent money on as opposed yeah. to things. Agreed. But mine's a thing. <laughs> What's your thing? Uh, I So I went to a birthday dinner the other night and one of the gifts that the birthday girl received was this candle that, of course, we all passed around and smelled. We're friends. <laughs> we're girls. We're friends. Um, and I was like, that's the best smell like it smelled like a christmas store like exactly oh. like old christmas i feel like there's not as many of those anymore but you walk in and it's like spices and fake pine and yeah uh, i or- i ordered myself the birthday girl's candle when i got home and i was like i want it okay. it's not my birthday but i need it okay and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna share that with us what it is it's uh the brand of the candle is scheme s-k-e-e-m and the name of the candle is talisman and I'm, it has, like, the Zodiac around it. And that part I don't care about. It smells so good. <laughs> that very nice. Yeah. That's a good one. It I, is a I, magical smell. I, I know it does make me, like, sound of a woman of a certain age, but I'd love a good candle. I love a good <laughs> candle. And I'm so picky about scent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jasmine has a, a, a fake dragon egg candle that smells like baby powder, even when mm-hmm. it's not burning. And for a long time, we couldn't figure out what the smell was. And I was like, no, we have to identify this. That is so... <laughs> what is this? How funny that it smells like baby powder. Like, that's what they were like, a baby dragon would smell like <laughs> baby, baby powder. Because it's freshly born. Their heads are so nice. Mm. Sniff them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Game of Thrones was. She was always sniffing their little heads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Erin. Thanks it's for having me. such a pleasure. Where can people find you? Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, you can find me at Girl with a Tail on Instagram and Twitter. That's all I've got right now. <laughs> Sounds She'll keep awesome. you up to date when there's stuff. Yeah, I'll post. I'll yeah. Post. She's a good follow. That's our show. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you can get Money Haha ha in your ears every single Tuesday. Next week on Money Haha, ha, we'll be with comedian and writer Aaron Ryan talking about saving for vacation. And if you like this podcast, show the support. Support. Right? Please, please, please rate us. Please leave us a great review wherever you're listening to this. Please do it right now. We also would like for you to send us your stories, questions, and ideas for future episodes. We love to hear you in your own voice. And here's how you do it. First, record your voice as a memo on your phone. Kick it off by telling us your first name and where you are, or you can remain anonymous. Then share your story or question or comment in about 30 seconds or so. Once you're done recording, attach the memo to an email and send it to hi at moneyhahapod.com. That is H-I at moneyhahapod.com. Com. Follow us and tweet us at MoneyHahaPod on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Dara M. Wilson on Twitter. And Yasmin is at Yasmin K on Instagram. MoneyHaha is a production of the Even app. Learn more at even.com. It's hosted by me, Dara M. Wilson. And me, Yasmin Khan. Our executive producer is Jane Lybrock. Our producer is Phil Circus. Our designer is Allison Chan. Our social media manager is Nicole Maltrati. Our production manager is Arajoke Adegoke. And our theme music is Money by Antique Naked Soul. You keep trying to explain Until next week why you Have a nice life you got Have a nice my life dough. Just Not save your week. breath There's no excuse yeah. That's right. Come back. Got it? I will never loan you